0: hey everybody you're listening to a brand new episode of Saul's Life with me your host Saul and um, I've got a really special episode this week Um, I like to continue with the trend that I have the utmost prestigious guests on this uh, show and I can't wait to introduce to you Uh, Guys, this next person that I have uh, coming on tonight, um, you know, I started seeing all these uh, YouTube videos and all these other videos with, um, you know, everybody had had their own doctor on just talking about how this isn't important or it is important or yada, yada, yada. And, you know, I don't know, man. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to get my own doctor interview too and that's what i did so coming right up your boy saul interviews uh dr marvin uh, romero coming up soon and yeah like a legit real doctor you scumbags so uh stay tuned Welcome everybody, to this brand new episode of Saul's Life. Um, I can't be more excited to bring to you guys my next guest. Um, so hopefully this thing keeps working because it's looking good on my end.
1: But uh, <laughs> Dr. Marvin, what's up, man? Mark. Yo, what's going on? Man? What's going on, Saul? <laughs> yeah,
0: technology, my
1: guy. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Um.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I. Well, first off, I'm just glad we're getting to do this because uh, I've had Ross on um, a couple times, and honestly, it's a, I'm, I feel like an evil villain here because my <laughs> my plan is coming to fruition that I've always wanted, you know, for the last uh, probably since um, since about 06.
1: What do you mean, I trying to like, trying to get us on on like a podcast or like trying to get us on recorded?
0: Yeah, I mean not so, you know, probably around 2006, 2007, I'll say I, I had this kind of like uh, this like epiphany almost, you know, and and I was like, "Man, I I've got some really some really smart and articulate friends. Um and they 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 know how to get their point across very well and easily because I, you know, it's it's I think for me personally it's tough. Um Cause I'll start talking about something, and you know I'll just get so easily distracted, and I I find it hard to try to even um, explain things to people sometimes. Um, but when I hear you talk, and when I hear Ross talk, you know, or Buddy even, you know, as well, I'm like, man, these guys just kind of, kind, you know, they make they put it in they make it sound so simple, you know. So <laughs> I, I was like, and the thing is, it's it's very complex things, you know, important issues. That we always seem to find ourselves talking about, kind of, and um, I feel like our community kind of needs to hear, 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 hear that same yeah. kind of news. You know what I mean? But on on their terms, because I, I think I think they get lost. A lot gets lost in translation. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah, no, definitely.
1: Especially man. this is. From, I agree, man. This is long overdue, man.
0: Yeah, you know, like from community to community. You know what I mean? It's one of those things. Like, all right, you need every community needs it needs its interpreters and um i think uh i think like you know i I just look at you guys and i'm like man this is the these guys are it this these are the community interpreters um but you know we don't have a mic for for this you know Yeah. so um yeah like i said man yeah man you just said it's long overdue
1: yeah definitely long overdue bro you know um definitely grateful to, to have this opportunity to be with my my dude bro we go way back you know from from the same from the same hood and uh yeah man I, I agree like um i'm you know i have to kind of put a disclaimer out there that unfortunately since i work for private companies and stuff like that that anything or any kind of uh opinions that i put out there and any advice that I may give or may not give, um, is not, you know, uh, reflective of any of the organizations that I'm working for. And they're strictly my personal views and opinions. Um, but what I like Absolutely to, 100%. I like to, I like to, um, you know, I, I don't like to, to, to really claim my, my expertise. Cause, um, there's a lot of like experts that I follow and whose opinions like I, you know, kind of uh, uh, have vetted over many years and I trust what they, the data that they put out and and I I take recommendations from the CDC and from the, you know, um, from the public health experts. Um, I'm just an emergency room, you know, local ER doc. um, And so I try to, you know, follow other people that are doing things that i'm not doing um so i'm just a, a local community er doc working at, at a community hospital so um you know i'm not like in the cdc i'm not a i'm not a public health uh, i'm not an epidemiologist by any means and i'm not doing i'm not active in research you know I'm, I'm a clinician but um i'm fortunate enough that you know i know i know experts in the field personally but i i also know how to discern data, um, you know, throughout the years. And that's one of the things that I, you know, I was kind of trained to do over so many years of education and stuff like that. And, uh, not that, you know, other people don't know how to discern data because there's a lot of people that, that, that do, but, um, just from personal experience, I've just noticed that, that it just seems like, because people have access to social media, to Google, um, and, and to YouTube uh that they that they think that's like a replacement for expertise and um um, unfortunately i think it's it's kind of like a sign of the times and and you can kind of see it in the community um actively you know and and it's like it is definitely a a a source of frustration for me personally who who someone who's just love who loves information of, of all types i love learning new things um i love i love science you know and i love how far we've come as as a as as a people you know um globally but um but definitely has been some frustrating frustrating times in in the recent <laughs> in the recent yeah, in the it, recent you know what i mean like <laughs> in the recent time yeah, with yeah several years, years you know what i mean without without getting too too political
0: yeah you uh you you, you mentioned you know what you did and, and like you said you're you're there in the er um i mean like front line and center you know what i'm saying like that's you're seeing you're seeing it all you know while we're over here watching you know nurses and tiktok videos or whatever you're like you know, <laughs> <laughs> you're like really running around you know what i mean like kind of seeing the uh the first hand effects of all this but um you know we, we spoke uh, a little bit yesterday kind of through text um, and you kind of said that things kind of did seem to s- look like they they're slowing down a little bit on, on your end just where yeah you're at. Um, but take me through that kind of transition I guess real quick like from kind of the beginning to now yeah so man you know, so so
1: it's of- trippy bro like in January right I was seeing um, I had bro like I swear like I had a patient that was probably like patient one of patient zeros you know maybe patient one or two (laughs) you know not patient zero but but um so where I work we have scribes and um and I was working with this really smart scribe she's very intelligent um and basically like scribes just kind of write stuff for us you know like I go in and I see the patient I talk to the patient and the scribe kind of just sits back and they listen and they observe and, they, you know, and then they ask me, like, what was your exam and stuff? And they write down what the patient said. Um, you know, it's, I'm, I'm very lucky in that aspect that I have, like, someone who writes down uh, the, the encounter for me. And yeah, so like keeps a keeps record. Yeah. So so, you know, I, you know, I just came into my shift and suddenly like a, a little two year old uh, kid with parents came in and they had just flown in from China and the uh, the kid what this was back in January like the beginning of January mm-hmm. I believe uh the kid had just yeah, flown in
0: they flew in straight from both
1: not only did they fly in straight from China <laughs> they flew in they came directly from the airport to my hospital and um oh, wow. yeah they didn't they didn't stop anywhere you know and so they went straight to the hospital and the kid had a fever um high fever like 103 and uh cough you know this this really productive like phlegm cough coming up and um she was pretty sick man i mean i remember her oxygen was low uh her lungs sounded terrible um and uh we we have a respiratory technician so i called the respiratory technician to see if she can make like suction out some of that gunk out of her um out of her trachea so man. respiratory came down but before i even saw the patient right um so a little personal uh, tidbit about me before I before I, I'm like a, uh, I I I'm, I have a history of ulcerative colitis, so so I, I I take medications that kind of suppress my immune system a little bit. Oh, and so you on that. I'm on that. Too. Yeah, so I um so I'm I'm extra careful. I'm always extra careful. You know, like I don't care what the patient has. I ain't trying to get it. You know what I'm saying? Like it could be the flu. Yeah, it could yeah. be meningitis. It could be you know staff. I, I don't want it. You know what I'm saying? Because my I, I can't my body's not equipped you know like everyone else is because of this medication anyways um so my scribe was like oh you know uh she saw the name and she recognized it was a chinese name um and she's like oh do you did you hear about this this virus going on in wuhan china and i'm like nah nah i haven't heard and she's like yeah there's like an outbreak of, of of this virus out there and i'm like oh really and she's like yeah so i'm like oh damn all right, so I, I quickly like got online. I started reading about it. I'm like, okay, there's like some weird coronavirus in Wuhan, um, and uh, coronavirus was not like something like foreign to me. You know, like coronavirus is the common yeah, cold. Yeah, You know, like I, I try to explain that to people. Like if you if you think about a species of, of any animal, you know, like I you know I have a dog. You know, that's a species of dog, but I have a, rat yeah, he's terry. a right. Yeah, Right. Yeah, he's right. He's a canine. Uh, that's a species so like coronavirus is a species of virus and so there's a bunch of different types you know like i have a rat terrier somebody may have a rottweiler somebody else may have a you know a, a poodle yeah. you know what i'm saying there's a bunch of different yeah, types yeah, of dogs yeah. like we all know that same thing with the coronavirus yeah. and a lot of different viruses there's different strains and so um so you know i i'm like yeah coronavirus no biggie and um i know the sars virus back um back uh back then way back when yeah uh was was a coronavirus but you know that was that I, I figured this was probably another SARS you know mm-hmm. and so um so nothing I, I I so I was like you know what let me let me just gear up you know we have like n95s because we use n95s for like other stuff like we've always had n95s it wasn't like you know something new yeah. so I, I threw one on yeah. I put a face shield on cuz i have been burned many times before with little kids they cough on you that's nothing new oh, you know all the time bro i've been vomited on i've been coughed right into my face you know cuz you got to look in their throat <laughs> you know what i'm saying and so you sometimes they they gag and they cough right on you you know and and you know what what's
0: worse what's worse
1: that or being a ceo and getting like poop flung on you who told <laughs> me that story i think it was like sandy yeah so, yeah like, my that brother-in-law that yeah my yeah, brother-in-law damn, sandy man. when he was a uh, when he was a, a corrections officer, he had uh, one 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 prisoner that was flinging poop at at people, and uh, yeah. some lunatic. Anyways, yeah, bro. So I, you know, I put on I put on all this gear, you know, and I go see the kid, and and I'm like, dang, you know, I I have a suspicion, you know, I definitely have a suspicion. I ended up admitting her. We don't we're not a pediatric hospital, but I transferred her to the pediatric hospital, bro. But the thing is, back yeah. then in January, we didn't even have a way to test. Even if I did have a strong suspicion, there was no way I could test her. Like, how would I test her? So I I did a respiratory panel and the respiratory panel includes coronavirus. But, you know, the the classic coronavirus, not the novel coronavirus, which is COVID-19 that we all know now pretty well. And it's SARS-CoV-2. And um, that's how that's the actual virus. Um, But we we all know it as COVID-19. But um, but so, you know, I figured, OK, they're going to do a respiratory panel. I admitted her um, and the pediatric I told the pediatricians and everything like that. And they, they checked her out and um, they discharged her. She did fine. she she was discharged like in a day um, and her respiratory panel and her flu swabs and her RSV, which is another virus, respiratory syncytial virus, all that came back negative. Right. And so I'm like, you know, oh, OK, well, maybe she didn't have the coronavirus, you know, like the covid-19 um yeah you know flash forward to now and I and I think back to that case and I'm like we have a you know child that was international travel that's a risk factor for you know testing someone so you test anybody who's been traveling to any hot spots or hot zones yeah um I mean you know China's humongous they weren't I asked them I'm like were you guys in Wuhan they said no so uh, they're like no we're far from Wuhan but you know they the airport I mean come on and so we, yeah, you know, yeah, New York exactly. City is far from Wuhan too. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, so, but everybody's flying yeah, into New York. Yeah. And so, um, and so yeah, bro. So, so I flash forward, and I'm thinking like, damn. Even if I wanted to test her, even if I had a suspicion back then, like we didn't even have a way to test her for like another two months. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, and so yeah.
1: and so I'm like, I, 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 bro, like if 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 I had to to predict, like. You know what she had and i'm like she had everything else was negative i would have to predict that she had COVID 19 but you know there's really no no way to tell now i mean it'd be nice to like go back and do kind of like these the serological testing the titers the the blood titers and, and seeing you know who's been exposed and who hasn't been exposed but um yeah but yeah man i mean and so um you know then then kind of so that was my my first my first experience you know but like over the course of, of several months, you know, I'm seeing patients with flu like symptoms and I'm, I'm flu swabbing people and it's negative flu swabbing, negative flu swab negative, you know, and I'm like, yeah, it's probably the flu, you know, but sometimes the flu swab is negative. Like you can get false negatives, you know, um, okay. and so sometimes if, you know, if the patient appears, this is kind of standard of care, like if they look like they have the flu. Um, they, they sound like they have the flu, you know, the fevers, the body aches, the runny nose, the coughing, um, then, you know, treat them as, as if they have the flu, you know, and then that's standard treatment is like uh, Tamiflu, some steroids, you know, like prednisone. Um, some people don't, don't do that. I definitely do. But, um, you know, uh, and, and if they're within the the window of, of treatment, uh, like the, the, uh, first couple days, so. So yeah, man, I, I I was seeing a lot of people with negative flu, which isn't something that's out of the norm. But I'm now wondering, like, man, I wonder if these folks had COVID nineteen all along, you know, and, and out in the community, you know, and spreading things, and and uh, yeah, and then yeah. finally in good. March, uh, we 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 had a test, you know, and then um, and then we had a we had a, a procedure policy in place you know about how to how to go about things and so yeah man i mean i was seeing like people like i you know i stared this virus right in the face you know people that that came from yeah. abroad um with symptoms and i tested them they came back positive you know their their chest x-rays were 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 very characteristic of of um 19 and you know they were they were pretty sick you know and i saw i saw plenty of patients with it and and, and even up to up to recently you know um I mean I wouldn't say like it was like New York City where it was like non-stop um but but mm-hmm. yeah I definitely you know I saw act positive cases and I have you know unfortunately I probably saw positive cases that that we won't ever know you know people that we couldn't test before before we had the test available and um people yeah. that may have been a you know asymptomatic or not showing any symptoms or not having any cough or fevers or anything like that because that's another that's another conundrum, you know. There's a lot of people that are going around with this, that don't show symptoms, you know. Yeah, that are asymptomatic. Yeah, and so, so yeah. I mean, even up to like a week ago, I was in the ICU, uh, you know, intubating uh, people with with COVID uh, nineteen. You know that I that were confirmed positive. So you know, I you know I definitely have seen it. You know, and um, we haven't. We were lucky here in, in Orlando that we, uh, a lot of the parks closed, the the theme parks. And, yeah. and basically that's kind of like the main thing. So people weren't working, people weren't coming in from abroad uh, to come to the theme parks and people weren't congregating like in, in mass. And so that, I mean, I, I, you know- Well, they are now. Yeah, bro. Like yeah, I- So I, we'll, we'll get to that a little I've later. I witnessed, you know, the, <laughs> the the, how effective social distancing has been and uh and in, even in per- personally in my family so so i had a uh my my fa- more, you know we're we're all from I, I always joke like you know uh everybody asks me oh you dominican and i'm like yeah i'm dominican and they're like oh yeah did you live out there and i'm like nah you know i was born i, I was i was born where every dominican is born in, in, in new york <laughs> in, new, in new york yeah <laughs> like every dominican's <laughs> born in new york so yeah bro yeah. so you know like i have you know like you and me bro like our families and, and wine and every every dominican our age that we meet here every, every dominican yeah.
0: our age that we meet here in the states is born. In yeah yes so you know my my wife is
1: is you know she's from there like she was born and, and like raised to like the age of 13 in dr and uh and so like yeah. she they refer to dominicans from new york as dominican york you know dominican york or you know how they say like puerto ricans that are from new york new yorecans Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they call people from, from, from New York, you know, that are Dominican. Oh, Dominican, York, you know? And so that's what I was. I was in Dominican, York. And, uh, that's crazy
0: how language evolved (laughs) too like that. That's a whole nother side. That's a whole nother episode. Little things like, yeah, bro. So, so,
1: you know, I got a lot of family in NY and in Jersey and, um, and bro, like my family was hit hard by this, my dude, like hard. So um, unfortunately, you know, um, we suspect that we lost an uncle to this because um, he was having fevers for like about seven days. And, um, you know, he he was he was just like not wanting to go to the hospital and things like that. And my family was trying to get him to go and the fever cough, you know, he was uh, in his mid 60s. And um, unfortunately, bro, by the time. So this is how bad it was in New York. for People who aren't from there. Who may be listening so so he was yeah. sick for about seven days and he didn't he refused he didn't want to go to the hospital a lot of people don't want to do that because you know it's they they're afraid to get it in the hospital and so yeah. and so um they finally they called 911 because they saw he was not doing well they called 911 at 3 p.m bro and uh ambulance didn't show up until 8 p.m oh wow. yeah man and i mean you could only imagine how overwhelmed you know the whole well, system see, in new york was bro
0: so that's what i and that's what i kind of wanted to, to ask you as well how much of a strain did this you know put on put on you guys i guess in the last couple months you know what i mean i mean was it was it was it a a little more heavier than usual you know obviously like you know not like new york numbers but you know was it was it crazy like oh my god this is you know, am I going to get a break here
1: or, or what? Nah, man, uh, here in Florida, bro, we, we really dodged a bullet. Man. We dodged a big bullet yeah. because, I mean, if it wasn't for Disney and Universal Studios and, um, and uh, SeaWorld and, and whatnot, even Gatorland, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, if it wasn't yeah, for, yeah. for them, bro, like closing and, and you know, uh, just flat out like completely closing. Um, we would have been, I think, probably uh, right up there with New York, you know, um, but but for, you know, to answer your question, I, I it was not bad at all. Like it was like really dead. So dead, actually, that, that they, they were cutting hours and stuff like that. And, and you know, uh, even even I'm hearing stories about even some physicians and and uh, and like uh, allied health professionals, um, like nurse practitioners and, and physician assistants um being like furloughed Mm -hmm. or laid off from their jobs because it was so slow like there was just not any patients coming in and the other thing was that people were afraid to come in you know people were one people were afraid to come in for simple things um and the other thing was that that you know social distancing also kind of had a had a secondary kind of positive effect so like people weren't out and about so like in the emergency room we see accidents you know we see people getting into car crashes we see you know, people getting, you know, um, fatigued from, from doing things, broken bones from sports activities. So like all that stuff, stopped. you know, um, all that stuff stopped. And so like, we weren't getting any accidents. We weren't getting any injuries. We weren't, you know, like all those things. So that, that not only were people afraid to come in, but there was like another positive effect of, you know, people weren't interacting. People weren't out and about in the bars, getting drunk or getting into fights or, you know, um, uh getting yeah. into trouble you trouble know like yeah and so, so like stuff. the yeah, that yeah. slowed down our, our volume significantly and so we had to cut hours um so bro like I, I there were shifts where i was just kind of like sitting around like not not doing much and so then you see all these people doing these tiktok videos you know and and yeah that was <laughs> kind of part of it and and i i gotta say bro like <laughs> It just it, it it's something that I get like, you know, people were kind of blown off steam and stuff like that. Um mm-hmm. but but for me, it, it for me personally, it kinda like I, I just didn't I didn't want to engage in any of that because um Yeah. You know, I just felt like it was kind of you know, like could you imagine like a healthcare professional like dancing around and stuff like that while you know and i'm hitting like the emergency button like yo i need some help and yeah I'm, man and I mean, and it just sends it just sends like a a bad it's like <laughs> bad optics you know for our profession yeah no like there I was a lot of people that listen, are like look I'm, at these medical professionals like clowning around and 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 you know and, and there's, no, there's no there's no there's no crisis there's no this there's no that no and i'm like true. there I, is there is a crisis just because it's not here doesn't mean that it's not like it's not happening you know what i'm saying and it, yeah that
0: it's not when it can't get here right right
1: like you have to kind of like really and i could see how somebody would definitely say that and even i had some colleagues that were kind of frustrated with the whole thing because they were getting their hours cut and uh, um and so you know they, i could see how somebody would just be like yeah is this thing a hoax you know and um <clears throat> no i mean it's not <laughs> I, it's yeah. not a hoax you know like I've seen it like face to face, you know what I mean, and yeah, um, yeah, it's, yeah, real. it's definitely it's real. real. And and um, but I could see how there's some lo- a lot of people, especially. I mean, we live in Orlando, you know. Like Orlando's like you know kind of a a bigger city, definitely not rural. Oh, it's true. It's and and yeah, we it's had grown. we had a very kind of like we were we were able to mitigate this thing completely because of the because of the park closures. You know, I I I can't <laughs> give enough credit to the to the to the parks and the theme parks for closing well they're about
0: to reopen right now Universal's about to open up um Legoland's opening up already I think uh SeaWorld is opening up and uh, I know like Fun Spot like on I Drive and all that they've already opened up Yeah. so these places are starting to open up now like Universal's the first one Disney's waiting I think till July um but Universal's gonna open up and um to kind of tag on to the uh you know, the TikTok, the phone things, like, at any job, seriously, any other job I've ever had in my life, since cell phones became a thing, you know, it was like, hey, put your phone away, like, don't, let me, let me not see you with your phone out, because it just, you know, what do you like, I, it just, I, I don't understand, you know, I get it, I get it, I'm not hating on them, because, listen, if I end up, you know, in the hospital for any reason, like, they're the ones, you know, taking care of me, but it's it's ridiculous i don't i don't you know I, I just thought it was a little out of control
1: i personally but i'm an old man i <laughs> i'm an old man
0: you know, that videos get off my Yo, lawn. i am
1: definitely like transitioning into like old man status like i got a bald spot now like on the top of my head like ah, oh, if up, i smack it, it like i can make a clap <laughs>
2: Shut up,
0: bro! You, you're an idiot. Yo, speaking of, I mean, you know, you, you mentioned um, you got a wife. I know you got two beautiful children as There's well. Um, what What have you guys been doing? Yeah, you know, bro, like that. That thing. I like, what's will up say. With them and,
1: and everybody? Yeah, man. I mean, that I will say has been been tough. And I, I, you know, not just on me. Obviously, it's on everybody. You know, this whole social distancing. Oh, and
0: and it's a little different because you know your kids are, are young.
1: Yeah, so, man. So it's not
0: like like Ross, Ross's kid, Ross's kid's a little older, he's six. I know uh, Amaya just turned 18, shout out to her, happy- birthday. Yeah, happy graduation. Uh, the big one, in. yeah, happy graduation. Um, but I know it, it, it's just a different dynamic depending on how many kids and at what age they're at.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, that, that has been like the a challenge for us because I mean, you know, I've been working. You know, and, um, you know, like being at home with kids, bro, is, is, and especially at that age, you know, when they don't have like their, their play buddies and their cousins to, you know, to, to pass the time with, and they have a lot of energy. And so like, you're stuck being their, their everything, right? Their play buddy, their parent, their, you know, you got to bathe them, you got to feed them, but you also now got to play with them all the time. You know and and so that that has been really difficult but not bro like for marge for my wife because yo that is like so uh like I feel like I go to work I work in the emergency room but uh I you know but my some of my colleagues like we all say the same thing like yeah we, we go to the emergency room for some peace and quiet you know <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah bro and so like you know my my wife has yeah. been amazing shout out to marge um and um but that it's that's been real difficult because that's been like a huge part of their life is their cousins their their grandparents um but um but yeah man i I was particularly kind of panicked about this because i'm actively being exposed you know as careful as i as i can be you know i and and as much as I, i i've you know learned from the experts about you know the epidemiologists and stuff about this stuff um there's only you know there's only so much we know Right. We still, you know, it's only yeah. been, you know, months. We don't know this thing for not even a year yet, you know? And so there's a lot of things that have to be kind of yeah. validated. There's a lot of like information coming out and that's that's kind of frustrating because, you know, people want definitive answers from experts, but the experts can't give yes. them like definitive. Like, when is this going to be over or when is this? How does this thing actually get transmitted? You know, how do we, you know, like uh it, it, you know, if somebody gets this, are these are they no longer infectious? You know, um like there's a lot of questions. Oh yeah, like have they developed any? Kind yeah, of anti, like right, they, bro. There, there's a yeah, hundred yeah, yeah. different strains of this mm-hmm. virus already. A hundred different strains of COVID-19. I mean, that that is that's mind-boggling. You know, like for for people, they think that those those mutations are are may not necessarily be significant. But just to give people an idea of how much we don't know about this. Um, you know, uh, it it is very frustrating for people and I, I, completely understand, and I try to sympathize with people that get frustrated, but me in particular, um, you know, I'm actively being exposed. And so on a day to day basis, you know, whether I know it or not. And so my fear was, you know, uh, being an asymptomatic carrier, not showing symptoms um and and god forbid infecting somebody coming into contact with infecting somebody and having to live with the the idea that i that i was the source you know like i I just bro, i i just couldn't i can't i can't and so um you know some people have been you know quarantining for for months have been in quarantine for months and god bless them and and we thank you for 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 hanging in there and they're safe you know what i'm saying like if you haven't been exposed to anybody you've been inside your house for two months and you you hang out with somebody else who's been inside their house for two months and neither one of them show symptoms um yo like yeah you guys are free to get together but unfortunately me and my family I'm constantly being yeah, exposed. Yeah, you're still in contact. Yeah, and so yeah. um yeah, exactly. so I, I bro I don't know how I would be able to live with myself if somebody was like suddenly get, getting fevers and they and then they get to the to the doctor and the doctor's like have you been around anybody that has possibly been exposed to COVID-19? They're going to be like yeah, my cousin mm-hmm. or my my son or my my mm-hmm. my brother, you know, and uh, or you know, and so I'm just like nah, you know, I'm I'm just going to I'm just going to sit this one out and, and, uh, we'll be all right, you know? And, and, but that's been tough, you know, because I I want, like, I, I even considered like maybe having my wife just stay with my sister-in-law, um, you know, and, and me writing this thing out dolo, you know, but that, that would have been even hard for me mentally. You know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah i was gonna say what are you uh like you know are you doing anything different now coming home late like, leaving everything so i
1: always house. did that you
0: know what i mean yeah like, like i told you earlier doctor. like
1: i i have an, a compromised immune system and back in like yeah. J- in june of last year um i had brought home something bro like i it was a really nasty infection and it was almost like flu-like and bro i was so sick it was one of those where a kid coughed in my face one of those situations Ugh. and um and i was so sick bro that i was like okay like, fuck that yeah thing. nah i mean nah. you know like you I know, you know like i that's man. what i signed up for you know what i'm saying like that's what i signed up for and um yeah and yeah. so and it has it's it happens like all the time like you know and rarely do i get sick i've been exposed to a lot of things over many many years of training and stuff like that and um but uh but yeah, so, so, so I brought something home real nasty and, and I got it, bro. And I was so sick, bro. I was like in bed feeling like I, I was like, okay, I'm just thinking like, man, if I die from this, I'm all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm all right. Cause that's how bad I felt. And I'm like, I got life insurance, you know, I'm like doing that whole thing in my, my yeah, my estate planning and shit, like in my mind. And, uh, I do all that in my morning
0: showers i contemplate life you know
1: That's yeah so 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 <laughs> since then i've been I, I just like i have a hamper outside my in my garage um and i open the garage i come into the garage i take off i take off my scrubs you know i'm down into like my underwear and i put my scrubs in a separate in in the garage in a separate hamper i leave my shoes out by the entrance of the garage Um, and um and then i Thanks. So what me?
0: So what me and Buddy got in college was just special treatment because you just could butt naked and be a partner, bro.
2: <laughs>
1: yo, damn, bro, you just put me
2: out there, like, yo, <laughs> yeah, man. No, nah,
1: man, uh, you know, I was I was living free back then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> we.
2: Yeah,
1: no, no, you I know, mean, like, yeah, bro. In college, I was like. Um, Definitely not, (laughs) not who I am now. Like you know, I bro. I think back to that person, and I'm just like, man. You know, like I was. I was watching this thing about like how, how like your body, um, you're not the same person that you were like physically, right? Maybe maybe there's some cells there that that are the that have been there since that time. Like that's you know, I graduated. We graduated high school to class of 2000. I graduated college in yeah. 2005 so you know last 15 years you know like in 15 years yeah. how many of my cells have have regenerated and and how many like you know everything about me physically is different but also like the person who i am is like completely different i got kids now i'm like in a different state of mind you know but i will say one thing i yeah. still yeah. walk around butt naked <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That has not changed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. <laughs>
1: no, no. I don't, yo. I'm telling
0: you, man. If people, if, I wish, I, I, I don't even know how, how I could put into words, you know, those, that semester of us living together. Like, that was just, that was too yo, funny. That was like, like, <laughs> uh,
1: uh, like... <laughs> on a, with a 13 inch TV. And bro, that was room. like, you <laughs> know, like when you're a kid and you want to sleep over you know like oh my can i sleep over uh, like my friend's house i felt that like it? that was like an entire like year of of like yeah. a sleepover <laughs> yeah. you know i would come home That's and you, you guys would be playing like uh nba 2k um yeah NBA live nba live, like, NBA like, live you know, on yeah, the NBA playstation live.
0: and if it's not that it's those e-bombs world video yo
1: we lived <laughs> like exclusively <laughs> off of like uh pizza bagels Oh. We would eat, we would bro, eat pizza bagels, it. each other's pizza bagels, and be like, "Yo, I'm i I'm a like, I, yeah, I ate all the pizza bagels. I'm i I'm i I'm a have to yeah. like, go shopping, and i <laughs> promise I will, I will reload your pizza bagels in the freezer."
0: We gotta hit up, hit up that one, Dixie. Oh,
1: bro, and then and then the the fruit punch, the one Dixie fruit punch, yeah. that was two for one. Yes, right, it was like two for one or something like that. It was like mad cheap.
0: I don't know, bro. It was it. it we survived. We,
1: I'm we like, survived. yo, I'm gonna get diabetes just from that one year alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that was that year was a risk factor. Ooh, like, I'm still carrying that shit around. Yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> um, you know, and I, real quick, I I know, I, like I said, I get off topic. Um, but you had mentioned. Uh, that you, you know, you got home and you kind of brought something home, you know, really nasty, you know, it's kind of like the flu, Um, you know, because you mentioned the flu, this kind of made me think. And and before I wanted to, before I forget, let me ask you what you think. Um, You know, people want to say, want to bring up that argument about the flu, you know, kills more people, you know, yearly or whatever, you know, or the flu is just as dangerous and we don't make a big deal about that. you know i forget who who was this lady i forget her name man i feel bad because i mean she's a trash woman anyways i think so um but she had fauci on and she was trying to tell him the same thing about like sars or an hiv but there's clearly a difference between these viruses
1: and you know what we're dealing with now um i mean yeah man i mean I mean, I, 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 i mean um you know like uh not to get cheesy or anything, but like in Jurassic Park, with where uh, Goldblum's character says, um, "Life finds a way." Yeah, yeah. Bro, <laughs> I thought you
0: were gonna say clever, girl. <laughs> but that wasn't. Uh, <laughs> that, that, was was that was the that was the old guy. Yeah. The old guy with you know, all yeah, white
1: yeah. linens and shit, with the, with the with the with the with the cane, with the little uh, ember, with the mosquito with the in it. That guy was side. a pimp, yo. <laughs> I know a pimp when I see one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he pimped everybody out on that island. Yeah, he
1: was like the the Epstein of that fucking island.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, we all we saw was the dinosaurs, right? Like we don't know what the hell was going on in there. Like all we, the only part we saw was yeah, the dinosaurs. I, mean... I want to know what was going on in there socially. Oh, <laughs> yeah good luck
2: that's that's the movie yeah bro i want to
1: see that episode (laughs) um yeah bro but life finds a way bro life finds a way definitely finds a way so so like there's certain things that that living organisms so like you know at you know it's funny like while i was at uf my my undergraduate degree was in microbiology and i took a lot of classes in like parasitology virology bacteriology um and um, and so you learn about these things and some of the things that they have in common um, and and, you know, uh, you know, the, the whole life finds a way thing is, is very fitting because these are living organisms just like we are, you know, and, and so and so they find clever ways to do things and to 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 live and to persist. Could you imagine if everyone that got the virus died? That's not very that's not that's not a clever uh, survival strategy right and and no, that's what not. we see with the flu right the flu is is a very clever virus i mean you know clever is is kind of a, a personifying it a little bit because you know we're conscious beings you know these we think of these things as as, as inanimate you know uh, you know kind of like yeah. organisms they're not thinking or doing things on purpose but but through trial and error you know, and, and through and through evolution and, 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 you know, for those who don't believe in evolution, but, but, you know, things happen where, where they make, they make mistakes, they live. right. The virus makes a mistake, but they, they mm-hmm. make millions and millions of copies of themselves. So if one of them makes a mistake, right, there's, there's a kind of like a shift, what we call like a shift in, in the way that they, that they reproduce. And so the ones, the ones that, that don't show symptoms, guess what they they survive right they survive and so they then they then they start to replicate um you know viruses have a very clever way of of of, um infecting the virus a virus infects a human cell and uses the 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 human cells uh products like uses our 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 d the things that help replicate our dna they use that they embed Mm -hmm. themselves in our dna um, there's different types of viruses. There's RNA viruses and there's DNA viruses. Um, I, I believe don't quote me. I'm not an epidemiologist, but I believe COVID-19 is is a is a RNA virus. So they, they go in there and they use our own tools. They use our own replicating tools, our own uh, cells on the microscopic level. They use our own cells against us. Right. And so that's part of the problem is that our our immune system can't see it because it's inside the cell. You know, and so, um, and, and there they are just laying dormant. They're part of our DNA now. And so, um, or, you know, of, of a particular cell, not all of our cells get infected, but you know, certain cells do get infected. Yeah. And so they lay dormant and it's a clever survival strategy if you think about it. And that's how the flu does it, right? There's certain people that carry the flu. There's certain people that carry strep throat that, that, aren't, that aren't necessarily um, symptomatic. Um, there's certain people that carry mm-hmm. gonorrhea and chlamydia. That don't show symptoms. There's certain people that have um, uh, herpes that don't show symptoms. You know, all these things have that characteristic that COVID-19 has, and that's asymptomatic carrier. If you have someone, if you can kind of hang out in, in somebody, you know, and not get detected and not get treated, and not or not kill your host, that means that that host can now spread the disease, and that perpetuates the virus, and that perpetuates. Um, your kind, you know, your species, and uh, that's how they survive. Yeah. You know, they need us to survive, and they need other hosts to survive. And a lot of a lot of uh, organisms, living organisms, do that. You know, and and even it's like a, it's almost like a, uh, like a mole, you know, like a spy, you know, like uh, espionage, um, even in government, you know, like uh, uh, you know, so you get you have a Russian spy that comes here or an american spy that goes there you know and and they have to kind of blend in you know so they don't get caught so they can get more information and do you know that's what that's what this is like you know i get for for the lay person um and so um so yeah man it's it's very it's a very elusive thing some people show symptoms some people get really sick some people don't and i think it's not that certain people um i personally think you know we, we may find out more things about about this virus, but just knowing about other other disease processes and, and, and uh, bacteriology, virology. Um, I personally believe that it's not necessarily that some people are more susceptible than others. It's just that's a characteristic of the virus. You know, stay quiet, don't do anything, and and you'll you'll perpetuate. And then and then there's something something that happens that that triggers the replication of the virus and 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 it causes symptoms so there may be a lot of more a lot more people that are carrying this thing than than we actually realize um so hepatitis c is is one that's very uh clever um it's a bloodborne uh virus um so you can only catch it uh mm-hmm. either through sexual transmission or or blood transmission and so that's one where you can't even even know that you have it by sometimes even getting titers you have to get more than one specific blood test um to know that you that you've one have been exposed uh and then two that you're actively having the disease and so that that those are two different things one have you been exposed two are you actively showing symptoms and is the virus replicating in you right now you know and so that that's the kind of complexity of things that we're 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 confronting it's not a simple oh it's a virus you know no it's 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 a lot more complex and i think we need to respect the the experts and and give them you know the attention that they deserve and the respect that they deserve and 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 have a little bit of patience and and solidarity with one another about this entire situation because this is unprecedented um we, we we haven't had something like this in a, a long long time, you know, the people talk about the Spanish flu, the SARS, um, you know, uh, Ebola, but you know, this is this is a new thing, and and a lot of times in research is another thing, data. We alluded to data earlier. Data is is, is complex. There's people that specialize in data, informatics, you know, mm-hmm. data analysts, you know, and um, and then there's there's people that do different type of data. You know and, and and statistics and it's very very complex for the layperson. that's why we have experts you know there's people that do this for a living their phds they've been doing this for many many years um and no google like five minute video is going to be able to like you know inform you enough about these kinds of things and so so we're yeah. seeing a lot of that what um unfortunately when
0: <clears throat> and speaking of, uh, you know, you just mentioned those YouTube videos. Uh, I know, you, you know, we talked about the pandemic, you know, a couple like a couple weeks ago when it came out, and all that other stuff. Um, I mean, what what is it? Why do you think people are just so like like so quick to believe this stuff? You know, when it's like uh, not even like a like this person's already been discredited. You know, their their work has been discredited. Do people like it? Do, like the world has people really got to think the world's like got the whole world is on some conspiracy <laughs> thing like all the all the, yeah. all the countries in the world are all in it
1: is so it so no, you know like, man I, I i gotta be honest i was a, a facebook warrior for many years and um yeah. and you know I, I would go at it with with individuals and and i mean you know you know better than anybody and that you know people got people uh, bro i'm
0: i'm in it now I yeah people people became
1: really that. nasty yeah and so i, I started mm-hmm. to realize a certain <clears throat> something about my interactions with, with people and what i realized was that i i had a feeling that people kind of resented the fact that i they thought that i i treated them like i knew more or like maybe that I was coming off as arrogant and and they didn't okay you know nobody responds well to that like it's it's insulting to them you know and, and so i'm like you know i wasn't trying to insult anyone um i was trying to inform people but you know i don't know for whatever reason maybe they they looked at me different they thought i didn't know what i was talking about um and they they kind of resent that they're like you know look at this guy he probably thinks he i'm stupid or something you know and and so like i've tried to i've tried to approach Mm -hmm. it from a more compassionate standpoint where you know i think of it as like this you know and and i don't mean to demean anyone at all you know but there's certain things that i just can't understand Mm -hmm. you know like everything is a hoax Everything is is not real, you know, everything like it just seems like it's out of control where people kind of are discrediting every little thing and they're turning it into some kind of political ploy. And um, and I, I think I know why, bro. I think I think what we need to do is have a little more compassion with with some of the individuals that don't believe this, because there's a lot of misinformation out there and someone can actively go out there who doesn't know who, who doesn't know how to critically think. And 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 critical thinking is not it not not it's not an insult, you know. It's a skill, you know. Not everybody knows how to critically think. Yeah. Not everybody could dunk on mugs like, you know, uh, 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 uh like Patrick Ewing or, or Jordan. Like this, you know. Not not everybody's a Jordan, you know what I'm saying? And 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 there's a you yeah. know there there are Jordans out there of of data, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not one of them, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm a fan of of Fauci, you know what I'm saying? Like uh. uh there's yes, Jordans yes. out there. You're not Michael Jordan. You don't know what you're talking about. You sitting in the stands. You yeah. know what I mean. You're not on the court. Yeah. <laughs> if you're lucky, if you're lucky, yeah. you've been in that. You're building. not. Yeah. You, you're not even <laughs> in the stands. You probably. You know what I mean. You in the nosebleeds, and you're out here trying to run the game. Yeah. Like you're not. You know. You're not. You don't know what you're talking about. But and that's not. That's not an insult. That's just a matter of fact. You know, and critically thinking is is a mm-hmm. hard thing. It's it's a skill that needs to be developed over time. So what I've been trying to do is is approach it from a more compassionate standpoint. These these are victims of misinformation. Um, I, I I remember listening to a report about uh, the amount of people that get scammed a year. And it's 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 mind boggling. I heard a case report about this lady that oh. was sending Thousands of dollars to some, you know, you know these like uh these scammers that that call you and they say that there's yeah, some yeah, prince, the yeah, there's some prince and stuff. This lady yeah. was sending money, and the FBI contacted her and warned her that this is a scam. You know, and she she continued to do it even after they had warned her that this was a scam, and she continued to do that. So I, I you know, like that's how you got. It. She's a victim that lady's a victim, you know, and I feel like a lot of these people are victims of of misinformation. And we have to be compassionate like you would a victim of any crime, you know, um, you wouldn't, you know, like the whole blaming the victim. Like, I I think these these are some 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 people are are kind of like a little disturbed, uh, to put it mildly, but I think some people are earnest and they they try to inform themselves. And they don't they don't they're not they're not accessing the right data. And so my advice to people, as somebody who's bombarded with data all the time, in medicine, things change. People have been trying to, to, to do things differently with this whole COVID-19. And I'm like, no, look, we have data. We have to stay the course. You know, we, we can't abandon what we know, right? And so you have to kind of um, know who the experts are and, and, uh, and, and realize that you are not one, right? Like, that, that's another part so so and and also kind of go to multiple sources right um you cannot just oh, stick to yeah, one right. source you got to go to multiple sources get a different perspective and be humble about the fact that that you you may not know what what's going on and so if you go to the who if you go to the cdc and you go to many public health organizations they are very uh sincere about the seriousness of this of this uh, crisis. And the only people that are not are political pundits and, and politicians themselves. And so it's like you cannot get your medical information from a political pundit. They're not going to be there in the emergency room with you. They're not going to be there holding your hand. And as a matter of fact, they're not going to your family cannot be there holding your hand if, if God forbid, you know, the worst case scenario. It's um, yeah. it's, it's a sad situation, man. I, you know, the count is is a hundred thousand souls bro you think about that a hundred thousand people i mean
0: in, in yes. like three months
1: yes and, and to go back to your your question about in about like three the, the flu versus coronavirus the novel coronavirus yeah. hey yeah. man, um it's only been three months since we started having like our you know Uh, are are, you know that we know of because uh, some other the other people that may have passed away that before we were able to test them right like it may be a whole lot higher than we even know because we the other the other thing i'll I'll, I'll point out is that the the test the test the nasal swab that we do the nasal pharyngeal swab where they stick that thing all the way in the back of your throat is is not that accurate yeah we've had false negatives as well so there's people that that are actually having coronavirus that are tested and it comes back negative and then we test them again because we have a higher suspicion. And we had a case where a guy was tested three times, and um, and so, so yeah, man, it, it's real. I, I'll add another thing before you know. I feel like I'm I'm, I'm, I'm blabbing on, but no, no, um, no, no, go ahead.
0: Cause, no, you're good. You're good. I, I got some some other. I got two other things. Uh, one issues. of the frustrating
1: <laughs> things about this is that you know. I, I hate to get political, man, and you know because as soon as you do, people accuse you of having some sort of agenda. But honest, honestly, yeah. honestly, I wish our our uh, federal uh, response was a was a bit more coordinated. If we had some standardized testing um, where everybody's getting tested with the same test, right? But we have not had that. We have these these vendors. Right, we have these these uh, people that are offering their services for testing, and so that's yep. that's private. You know, there's people that are trying to profit off of this, unfortunately, and um, they're they're developing the test quick so that they can you know offer their services of testing your company, testing your 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 uh, your your employees, of testing you know your community, and so you know when there's no federal response local municipalities and state state uh, um, uh, governments have to, unfortunately, fend for themselves and and kind of try to purchase the best thing that they can purchase for their state or for their city or for their for their county. And Mm -hmm. so there's no there's no federal response. They're forced to kind of go into the private sector and buy these things that you know, on the fly. Nothing, nothing has been FDA approved that that may may not necessarily be FDA approved. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people that, you know, companies and even, you know, smaller businesses that can't afford, you know, uh, some of the more expensive options. So they're forced to go with the cheaper option, you know, and so these cheaper options usually are not FDA approved. They're not rigorously tested. And, you know, it's it's the private sector. People are trying to make money you know and 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 unfortunately um that's the problem with with a lack of a federal response. you know there's not standardization there's not everybody's not getting the same test and so you have some states that that you know i don't know like may politically may not even be testing people um some municipalities or counties that may not even be testing people um but but even if they mm-hmm. did want to right they're they're forced to fend for themselves and kind of just hope and pray that the test that they're using is is accurate. And even even in my situation where I work for a pretty large organization, um, you know, there's been cases that I've seen in patients personally where we've tested them, they come back negative, but they're sick enough that we have to keep them in the hospital anyways, and then they're tested again and then they're tested again and the third time they come back positive. Could you imagine, you know, and so hmm. um, yeah, man. And That's so wild. and so there's a lot that we don't know. And there's a lot of uh, there's you know, it's easy to, um, you know, like uh, I always use the analogy of, of when I used to live in New York and when I when I trained out there and worked out there. um, You know, you, you take anybody who knows who's taking a, sub, a subway ride in, in New York City. Um, it's it's uh, it's an adventure. You know, you see all kinds of personalities down there. Yeah, yeah, you see, uh, you know, you know, unfortunately, mentally. (laughs) you jerking off. You see mentally sick (laughs) folks, Uh, you see, um, you see homeless, you see, you know, uh, violence, you see all kinds of stuff on the train. And but, you know, you live through that. And and so, like, you sit through a train ride, right? Most of the people are quiet, right? Keeping to themselves. They all want to get to their destination. Just don't exactly. make
0: eye contact, bro. That's the key. Don't make eye contact. Right. It depends. But, but then, then there's somebody that some, that some some
1: person subway. that says, oh, excuse me, can I have your attention, please? You know, it's always the it's always the person yeah. that's speaking the loudest, you, you know, in this in this dark time yeah. that we're living in. There's a lot of people that, that there's a lot of negativity we're seeing in social media. A lot of people, you know, not obeying social distancing, uh, not wearing masks, what have you um angry about the lockdown. Um, but I will say, man, you know, I am grateful for the majority of Americans that aren't being recorded because they're they're minding their own business. You know, they're 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 following the yeah. uh the rules, they're they're quiet. They're not making videos. They're not screaming at the top of their lungs. They're not doing any of that. And you don't see any 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 um uh public health uh professionals um you know uh, and i would add any um legitimate public health uh professionals screaming at the top of their lungs screaming you know let's reopen the economy like nobody's doing that you know and nobody wants this nobody wants to like <laughs> yeah. shut down the economy like uh, <laughs> you know i have a lot of family members who no. who got furloughed i have a lot of family members who, who got laid off you know nobody wants nobody wants this. You know who the hell wants this? Nobody No, I'd
2: love to you go to
1: saying? Cleos,
0: bro, and and drink some, you know, till my face falls off. STP and Cleo, <laughs> shout out to y'all because man, Yeah, man. Guys. Yo. We miss you guys.
1: And bro. um <laughs> yeah, man, I love, you know, uh you know uh uh uh, uh, uh Rocco's tacos and and uh and uh oh, STPs. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, man. Yeah, and so like I, I you know I want to do that. Like me and my wife, we're like, you know, self-proclaimed foodies. You know, we like to we love to, you know, have a good dinner and stuff like that. And we love to leave the kids with our grandparents, with their grandparents and have a date night and stuff like that. Like, you know, we're all in this together, you know, and I feel like certain people think that it's just happening to them, you know. And and I think we need to kind of like, you know, stay humble, um, realize, you know, that there's things that none of us know. Right. Like even I'm an emergency room physician. I can only speak from my personal experience and what I'm seeing in the emergency room here locally in in Orlando and Kissimmee, um, Florida. But but, you know, I have colleagues that 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 live and work in New York City and I have colleagues that that are in California and San Fran. I have colleagues in New Jersey and, you know, and I have family that have been affected directly multiple by this virus. Um, that have been tested positive here in Florida as well. Like I had an aunt that was on life support. Um, yeah, man, and she was Dang. in bad shape, and and God, you know, thank God she she pulled through. But that's that's what social distancing did for my family. Like I'm seeing it in real time. It's it's my family would have been. So there's this there's this value. It's called R not in public uh, health. It's called R not, and um, and the R not is basically how mm-hmm. many people. Can get infected from one person it's like an epidemiological um uh data set, and so it's three for covid nineteen okay. uh from what I remember it was it's three so that means for every one person that that has the has the virus they can infect up to three people on average you know at least at least you know hmm. and so um because you know everybody's different some people work in service industry some people work in healthcare, some people work you know and you know in in construction you know yeah, so but on average yeah yeah, three people, so the aunt that I have here in in Florida infected her she was working at a grocery store, she infected uh my cousin um and uh she got it they both got hospitalized the mom uh, you know the aunt did uh, worse than than the than the daughter she my cousin she did fine she she was hospitalized, but yeah uh, she was discharged. Thank God. Um, but my, my, my parents interact with them directly, you know, my uncles and my aunts interact with them directly, you know, and they're all elderly, you know, my parents yeah. would have been interacting with my kids, right? Like I would have li- been leaving my kids with them. Um, yep. my kids oh, would have absolutely. been going to daycare. My kids uh, would have been interacting with their cousins. Their cousins would have been going down to Miami to spend time, with- you know, like that's how, it. that's how it happens. You know, it's, it's, um, it's definitely uh, it's definitely frustrating, but it, it's a real thing. It's a real phenomenon. So, I hope I hope you know. If anything, I hope that's what people you know get out of it. it it's not a hoax. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I've seen I've seen it in real life. Yeah, I've, yeah. You know, absolutely. I've seen poor well, folks uh, suffering from it.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, no, go ahead. You see. Yeah, and and I was gonna say that. That brings me to my next point that you know like you know we're talking about people still kind of maybe thinking it's a hoax or not like they you know and you said earlier that they you know people need to start looking at different to just look at different uh, avenues of information, I guess because a lot of the thing is a lot of people are only looking at things that align with their own uh, like with, with what they with, yeah. what they think it is, you know what I mean with their own stance and then they think that's it like that's that's they they choose not to look for any further information just because it doesn't align with them it doesn't make them feel good um about it so they'll stick to what their neighbor said because uh oh yeah i saw them and such and such said that they saw this youtube video and blah 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 um and again which leads to my other point too like you know people also talking about like masks not working either there's a reason you guys wear masks yeah. when you're working at the hospital. Why would people even try to suggest that masks
1: so don't work? I, I believe that's another um, like uh, <laughs> that's another sad case of misinformation. Um, so it has to do with with like the the size of droplets and particles and stuff like that, particulate matter and and and, and uh, droplets. So like uh, N95. Um, can 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 trap or stop the 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 droplets of of uh, COVID nineteen and, and a lot of other things like tuberculosis. Yeah, any droplets, uh aerosol, aerosol droplets. So you know, like when you when you spray something like a Lysol can or a potpourri can or some sort of like aerosolized can spray, that that's an aerosol. And when you sneeze, you you produce yeah. aerosols, and those those droplets obviously you, you get snot size ones. And then you get like, you know, re- you know, there's a varying degree of, of, of sizes of those droplets. And so there's droplets that are really tiny in the micron level. And uh, there's bigger droplets, as you can see, like they're like literally drops. Um, and so that's the argument is that that, you know, these these um, surgical masks, the plain ones don't really, um, um you know, they don't filter out the droplets on the micro microscopic level that that filters out COVID. Um, and um, and the N95s do right. And and um, but, you know, I, I mean, it's it's I, I get it. Like, you know, just because you have, you know, um, an N95 mask doesn't mean you're not going to get it right. And just because you have um, a, a surgical mask doesn't mean, you know, you're not going to get it, it, you know, you, you may still get it. But I, I I am a firm believer in, like, covering your mouth when you sneeze, you know what I mean? And uh, I think we yeah. all kind of agree that you should be doing that. You know, I think any decent person would cover their mouth when they sneeze, whether it's with your hand or with your arm. Um, and that's for a reason. Right, so when everybody has a mask on right it it prevents you from transmitting i mean I, i've you know like have you ever heard the phrase say it don't spray it yeah I mean there's yeah, people that, yeah, that the speak I
0: say that to everybody way no. too wet
1: you know what I mean like yo like swallow before you speak to me please <laughs> <laughs> go like this bro. yes <laughs> <laughs> they're for real spit you know what i'm saying spitting. and so people don't you know just in the general public people just you know there's some people everybody's different there's just some people that don't do that and some people don't cover their mouth in public you know what I'm saying and so you know they're going to be sneezing on your food you know and and would you you know just because there's a (laughs) small like droplet doesn't mean it has COVID-19 I agree there's some droplets that may get through the mask right but there may be some droplets that don't make it through the mask right like I just feel like that's common sense right the snot balls are not yeah. coming through for sure, you know what I mean. And there's just certain certain, yeah. you know, like if you know, <laughs> I would I would challenge people to do this, right? If you wanna if you wanna spray Lysol on something and disinfect it, right? Or if you have any kind of disinfectant spray, use your surgical mask, right, and put it on the nozzle of the Lysol can and see what happens. See how many droplets come through right there may be some droplets that come through but it's not an effective way to disinfect anything or to spray anything right like if you're gonna if you're gonna spray paint a wall right you're not gonna put a a surgical mask at the nozzle of it and and spray paint it you know what i'm saying it's just not an effective way to do it exactly and so yeah it's not a perfect filter but it's definitely better than nothing and so if you have one on and the next person has one on so not only are you covering your mouth automatically, but the other person also has something that's at least physically blocking certain particles from coming into their into their face. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, of course. In in like uh, of some, you know, vacuous chamber where you're being exposed and breathing pure COVID-19 and some sort of weird experiment. Yes, it would probably get through. But this is the best thing that we have. And in in healthcare, we always look risk to benefit, right? So if somebody wants to take, mm-hmm. um, you know, vitamin C, right? Vitamin C has a lot of benefits, right? But it's not a cure for anything that we know of, uh, 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 other than scurvy. <laughs> and I don't think anybody's a, I don't think anybody's a pirate yeah. now, <laughs> like back in the day. Um, but but I'm saying, like, if you want to take vitamin C and you think that's going to make your cold better, hey, you know, what's the, what's the side effect of, of taking vitamin C? Nothing. It makes you healthy. That's great. Take the vitamin C. There's no side effect to it. If, if, if drinking a a, a tablespoon of honey is going to make your throat feel better, take it, you know, take it. There's no like real big risk unless you're like diabetic and, and, and you can't have sugary things. Yeah. There's no real risk in or uh, yes baby, yes right? yes yeah you don't want to give nobody botulism <laughs> Yeah thank you for, yeah, okay. for clearing that up but you know like <laughs> that's what i'm saying like the mask has very like little to no side effects and 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 the potential benefit of of saving your life and you won't even know that you know what i'm saying you won't even know if your life was saved Yeah um i had i had a lot of colleagues you know making head head um like headgear, um, face masks, and um, all kinds of, you know, PPE and stuff. And, um, you know, I'm like super grateful. Like I had a a colleague of ours uh, making um, face shields because we were running launch face shields. And, uh, man, I'm forever grateful to them, you know, because, you know, I will never know if it saved my life or not. You know, it it may have. It may have saved my life. You're like, I don't know that. How could I be like? No, I didn't save my life. I didn't. you yeah. No, I yeah. saw patients. I saw active patients. Like we had this. Unfortunately, we had this guy that was literally coughing, like without covering his mouth, and we gave him a mask and he had it under his chin, Ugh. and he was like literally coughing. And we're like, Sir, can you please put your mask on? You know, we had to ask him to do that. You know, and you know he may have been short of breath or whatnot. You know, but oxygen, I promise you, yeah. is a whole lot smaller than a droplet oxygen will make it through your mask. I promise, you know, uh, you know, yes. like the <laughs> elements, that, huh? the elements sure. will make it through, you know, uh, carbon dioxide will make it out of your mask. I promise you. And so, um, yeah, I, yeah. I, it's, it feels claustrophobic for some people. It's uncomfortable. I wear it my entire shift, you know, I only take it off if I'm drinking something or, yep. you know, or switching my mask to, to my respirator mask. Um,
0: so it shouldn't be uh, that big. Of a Absolutely deal. So not. Absolutely for not. Yeah. Forty five minutes. Yeah. For 45
1: minutes. Grocery right? shopping. Just put it on. It's not a big deal uh, and it may save your life. You know, you just we, we don't know yet. You know, we don't know. So <clears throat> I'm personally one that you know. I like to ask specific questions and like look to see if there's an answer to that question. And, um, you know, like how effective is PPE? Right. Like, uh, and um, it's, it's actually kind of like a more difficult question than, than most people actually realize, you know, because there's so many different things that you have to test it for. How effective is PPE when dealing with tuberculosis? How effective is PPE when dealing with the flu? How effective is PPE when dealing with um, meningitis? You know, these, air, you know, and how effective is it? Uh, what it, what kind of PPE are you using? Are you using just a face shield? Are you using a, a surgical mask? Are you using a gown? Are you using uh, N95? Are you using a uh, respirator mask? Um, you know, there's a lot of different um, types of PPE. So it's really hard to standardize those, those things. So, really, we're doing just the best that we can and hoping for the best. And so, you know, there's not concrete answers to a lot of these things. And it's really frustrating for the general public. Um, because this is kind of like a crash course on microbiology and and uh, public health. And um, and I, I, I completely sympathize with people being bombarded with data and misinformation um, and, and 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 not being able to to get a definitive or a, or an answer that's going to make them feel better. And, and I, I understand that. And it's frustrating and it's frustrating for me as, as a physician getting these questions from patients and from family members. And, um, and and, you know, it's it's we just don't know yet. And even even when we do know um, a lot of times it, things need to be validated. So somebody may come out with with data with yeah. a, with a case report. And then that case report gives information for somebody to do research on that. And the type of research um, is, is important, what methods they use. Um, is it peer reviewed, which means other experts have to kind of review the process? And then once once that's done, then how is how it, it, can somebody replicate what you did? And that's validation. That's what's called validation. Yeah. So there's a lot of like, you know, anecdotal evidence coming out stories, case case reports. Oh, I had a patient with this, you know? Oh, I had a patient with this that had COVID-19. Like, are we seeing cases of of people having, let's say, like somebody has a heart attack, but they're an asymptomatic carrier of COVID 19. Does that mean COVID 19 caused their heart attack, or were they just having a heart attack and they just so happen to be an asymptomatic carrier? So it's like really yeah. hard for people to, to kind of like internalize that data, even in healthcare. I've noticed a lot of people kind of being frantic about things. And I'm like, we have to kind of wait and see, unfortunately. And that's the frustrating thing. And and um and, and that's the difficult thing for, for public health, uh, professionals in trying to, to send out a message. But we do have like history, you know, and, 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 uh, you know, whenever we, you have a, a, a new situation and we don't know what to do, right? Like we kind of look back and see what happened in this case when we didn't know what was going on, you know? And so, um, that's, that's the best that we can do for now
0: yeah i uh, i mean you're speaking of kind of collecting data and all that stuff too um just now uh reminded me that the who uh organization or whatever uh, they went ahead and stopped those trials for that what is it hydroxychloroquine right. and all that um they went ahead and stopped that but I, you know I, I i think it's it's linked because uh the current administration stopped funding for that I mean, I what do you think mean? we need to connect the dots here and kind of see that. It, I, I mean, I, I think that's why they did that. So Trump came out and said that he that he stopped, you know, that he's going to stop funding, you know, funding who? Or, or, or giving money or giving funds oh, to yes, the, you yes. know, who? the World Health Organization. Yeah. And um, just now, recently, or today, I saw that they went ahead and had to stop uh, trials um, for that drug, for hydroxychloroquine, the drug that You know, President Trump is politicizing pretty much that he keeps saying that he's taken and, you know, he keeps saying it and saying it. And at the same time, what I also read about it, and I'm not sure if you heard anything about this, if you did, you know, let me know um, that kind of because of him politicizing it so much, it's making it hard for people here to do studies on it because people are afraid because they've been doing their own Google researches, you know, researching about it. So now they're like, no, we don't want to take it. We don't know if this is that or the other. You know, it's hard to find because he's been talking about it so much that people are just kind of trying to buy it off the racks, pretty much trying to get it prescribed and get it as much as they can. Yeah, doctors and everything like that now. So Um, I actually read the study. I read the study that that came
1: out with um, hydroxychloroquine and it was promising. Um, It was actually with hydroxychloroquine and another medication called azithromycin, which is an antibiotic. And uh, and in France, what they did was um, they saw that there may have been a very mild improvement, like maybe, you know, and so and so that was published as a as a as a study. So after um, after some peer Mm -hmm. review, obviously, and God bless the French, you know, because they published a study in good faith and hoping that maybe there was some information because we had nothing. Yeah, we had nothing. And so and we still we still have nothing. You know, they're working on a on a on a vaccine, but we we don't have anything. And so people are trying to share information in good faith. And um and and it wasn't a it wasn't a uh some sort of campaign for somebody to, you know, hurt anybody. It was just a study. It was one study. And the study was flawed. Um there were certain things about the the number of people that they enrolled into the study there's uh uh problems with with making predictions when you don't have enough people um and then there's also um statistical significance there's there's something called statistical significance in any in any study that that needs to be evaluated like is this is this improvement by chance or is this improvement actually legitimate uh improvement and so that that's like you know that's what I mean like when when there's statistics, people are getting a crash course on statistics, public health, epidemiology, microbiology, um, in the worst kind of way, you know, and um, and, you know, and and, and by that, I mean, like, YouTube, and by, you know, by by the news, uh, getting stuff, you know, information from the news and and from people that don't even know, you know, they're just reporting secondhand information. And so, um, so yeah, so the study was flawed. And hydroxychloroquine is a very um, uh, it's its a it's a medication with a lot of side effects. And so it's not ideal to be taking, you know, as 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 something even prophylactically or even as a treatment for something. And uh, it's, it's a medication for malaria and they use it as hmm. um, as an immunosuppressing agent for uh, lupus and other autoimmune disorders. And um, and so, yeah, it's not it's it's a it's a medication that has risk to it. And and also the the study was peer reviewed and, uh, the, you know, and, and 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 looked at by experts. And there was no uh, the study was flawed. It was just flawed. And it was basically almost like an anecdotal kind of case report. Hey, look what we may have seen. And so then, you know, the media and, and, and the politicians kind of took that and ran with it. Um, and, uh, it's a dangerous, it's, it's a, it's a yeah. medication that, that cannot, can, you know, not everybody can tolerate and it's not, it shouldn't be something that's taken. Well, the
0: president, the president can tolerate it. Apparently he's saying, that so, he's I mean, I, you know, to take and it as a
1: prophylactic <laughs> is just completely irresponsible <laughs> and to prescribe it prophylactically is completely irresponsible yeah. and, um, and, I just, you know, was he diagnosed? Why, why is he taking it? You know, it's dangerous. I mean, if if you're if you're the physician prescribing that to the president of the United me. States, you know, the most, you know, uh, important person, uh, you know, I wouldn't. I don't know if I would prescribe yeah. that to anybody. You know, and bro, I thought he was like the healthiest guy ever. Right?
0: He said that he was like, it's like <laughs> when they did his uh, physical, like my man's. Got come on, man. 100% the best test approval yeah, range possible that anyone could possibly get because you know, yeah. They got so, I'm positive, trying, I'm really trying to be
1: politically correct and, and, positive. and objective right now. But I think you know, everybody I know, who knows man, me knows I where know. I stand, but it's just, um, I, but but on. yeah, man, I mean, I, you know, yeah. that that's completely irresponsible to be prescribing that prophylactically. And, um, if you didn't test positive, why are you taking it? Right, like, and and I I thought I thought that it may have some yeah. some utility in end of life. Right, we have let's say we we threw the you know the baby with the bathwater. We threw it all at this person, and uh, and they're they're on their deathbed, right? And there's <laughs> nothing left to do, and you you explain that there's there may be a very small chance a, of of this you know helping your your loved one you know what do you do right yes if if the person's on their deathbed and they're they're minutes away from dying hey you know let's let's give it to them let's see what happens you know um in that aspect i thought maybe as a last ditch effort you know (laughs) but because that's how that's how it is you know like we don't have data to be giving this to everybody you know and actually we do have data that that we know that the medication yeah. has a lot of side effects dangerous side effects um life-threatening side effects so it's not something that we could just be giving to everyone you know and so um so yeah so it's it's yeah the hydroxychloroquine <laughs> oh, thing man. didn't pan out like we we hoped it would and um and even if it did i think we would have been seeing a lot of people with yeah. side effects of the medications because in medicine, that's what it is man It's not a perfect science you know we we do risk versus benefit. there's a lot of medications that that may or may not work for some people and and it works for others and some people get you know really bad side effects from certain medications and some people don't that's just unfortunately the way the world works you know um and um when when um I was gonna say when
0: i mean when do you think just educated guess, maybe when things might, might be okay to, you know, kind of, I don't, I, cause everyone says there's not going to be a new, you know, it's going to be a new normal. There's no normal. I'm like, yeah, things I think are going to get back to regular. I think we'll be back at bars hanging out like we used to and everything like that. How much, I mean, you know, but in, in how much more time do you think that for someone like me, you know, to feel comfortable and someone like you to feel comfortable enough to go out there and do that? Cause some people are out there doing it right now. It's them. That's cool live your life right you know what i mean i guess i don't i'm not comfortable enough myself personally going out to a bar and sitting down uh and and doing the whole thing like that you know what i mean i don't know if you are or if you would be but when do you think you'd be you know how, how much yeah younger? no it is a first question. question i think i
1: think um Ask anyone? you know and the answer okay. to that unfortunately is i don't know and that's the frustrating part and so it's like you know yeah um, yeah if if we knew more about this virus um if we if you know and that that just that's just time you know it just takes time and you you can make predictions about things but it's not based on anything i mean we could probably look at you know the way uh china and south korea and, and spain and france um, look at how they're they're doing things and seeing how and that some of those places have been reporting second waves, you know? Um so so it's yeah. just we, we don't know, man. We we just don't know. And so I would not feel I would not feel comfortable a, going to a we... restaurant. And 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 I just wouldn't enjoy myself. Just thinking, did somebody sneeze on my food back there? Did somebody Yeah Yeah. Right, is, are is somebody back masks there working? My they food have to work? And and be, yeah, I hear that. you know, and, and and maybe they're an asymptomatic carrier. They're 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 screening them with temperature probes and stuff like that. But did they, did they, did they? Did they are they an asymptomatic oh, carrier?
0: Well, real quick, I'm glad you said that. Um, with the with the temperature probes. So what I'm hearing, what I've been reading on, on <laughs> message boards and stuff, because I'm a loser, have no life, and I got all this time. That I just go on the internet and I just start reading the minute I get up in the morning, you know, just everything that I can. But uh, people are t- talking about like pumping themselves full of like ibuprofen <laughs> so their temperatures yeah. go down, you know, if they're sick, and then being able to get in or being able to work or do whatever they want right. to do. But they're still sick as a dog. They just right. took a yeah. ibuprofen and, and, and... to to try to bring the fever down. Like, well, how about the, the, I think we the, got like that's the, the business owners th-
1: themselves, right? Like if you have if you have if you own a, uh, a Starbucks you or know. if you own a Subway or if you own a Quiznos or something, you know, um, and you're like, yeah, I need to pay the bills. I need to get this done. If you, even if you don't want your if you can't have your employees come back, right, you're going to, you know, you're going to get to work. And so, you know, there's certain people that don't have to report to anybody, mm-hmm. you know, and they're opening up their businesses. I heard about a a, a barbershop or a, a salon, a hair salon where, you know, this person was symptomatic and and working and, and exposed, you know, 50 plus people or something like that. And I think, um, yeah, man, I think, I, you know, it's a real concern. You know, it, you could put an ice pack, an ice pack on your head. You know, and and uh, and walk in, and you know. Uh... Yeah,
0: that's what I that's what I heard, uh, or that's what I've been reading. Uh, you know, since for the theme parks for people to get into these theme parks now, and people that are coming from everywhere, and they spend all this money with their kids and family getting to this park, and they're like, you know, they're not gonna get turned away, you know, if they if because someone has a higher temperature or whatever, so they're like, nah, just pump yourself full of ibuprofen. Yep like yeah. that's it the ice pack thing and then once you going take your temperature you're good to go because as soon as you're inside it's, it's a it's a it's free yeah no i mean yeah I, know, I used to bro. work out you there know, you so know i, I mean know. it's I it's like uh, telling me what's up.
1: yeah man and, and, yeah, and, and so like same lot. thing like you, you've you been planning this vacation for for i don't know how long and, and you're like no nah, i'm not you know we've been planning this for years we invested this much money and we're gonna go you know and, and people don't want to be be you know be told no and but you know i think i think um Most people, I think, are generally aware that this thing is out there and whether they want to call it a hoax or not, you know, it's out there, you know, and I think most people kind of already know coronavirus, you know, it's like in the mainstream consciousness.
0: But it only kills like one percent of people. Right. You know, that's the argument that I uh, that I've been hearing, too. But it only is. It's not killing that many people like. And I, I, my argument to that, and I don't know if you would agree with me um, or what or, you know, I'd like to hear your side of it, too. But I tell them like, it's not even about that. It's it's somewhere around like 28 to 30 percent of people that get infected and the hospitalized anyways. You know, so it's like yeah. I, 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 it's like a. Yeah, so, on the so that was. On yeah, that was, else, exactly. that was the
1: thing. Exactly. That was the thing. That's and, and why we falling out the so to, to flatten the curve. And so we did not want to overwhelm our system. So if you're having a ton of people coming in from coronavirus and then you're still getting all the regular stuff, the heart attacks, the car accidents, I mean, you, you can quickly overwhelm your resources and you, you you're in a mass casualty uh, you know, situation. So that was the whole the whole point of, of this, this yeah. extreme measure was to flatten the curve. I think I think in, in certain areas we have flattened the curve like here in Orlando we definitely flatten the curve and you know again Mm -hmm. because of the 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 theme parks but um but yeah i mean there's there's um you know i i'm I'm not exactly i don't quote me on the uh the death rate how many people die from it you know but um yeah but yeah there's there's you know life or death is not necessarily like you know, is, is the only option. What if you get, you know, intubated, right? And you live, but you you suffered brain injury. You're not counted as a death, but now you're incapacitated. You know, yeah. you're incapacitated. And, you know, they're not telling you yeah. numbers about that, right? Like, um, they're not telling you, oh, this many people have been permanently disabled because of this, right? And uh, people don't think about that. So when you think about that. Right? Yeah. how how long does it take for somebody to recoup they've been on a ventilator for for weeks right
0: oh bro they showed have you seen that picture that nurse that he's like the beard nurse with the he's just jacked and like he caught it up in new york he lost 50 pounds yeah man but he, he's just white he looks like a skeleton yep like it's exactly it's be, and and recovered from something like and, that. You like, know, it's not just that, who gets it and who does it.
1: What about the economic impact of a pandemic? Right, like you, your, your, your employees are getting sick. Everyone, you know, is getting sick. Uh, your, your patrons are sick. You know, what do you do? You know what I mean? Like, uh, are you gonna? How do you run a business where
0: you keep serving them, bro? That's what. That's what. That's what. A, you know, a, a business owner told me. They're like, "Nah, we keep you keep serving those suckers so they come in, you serve them, if they're stupid enough to right. come in." You, right. Right. Yeah. Keep of on course, their of money. course. You know, like that, That's I, crazy.
1: I hear. I hear the 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 loud and clear economic, you know, uh counter argument. Um but you know, are you going to put your employees at risk? Yeah. You know, like what kind of leadership is that? You know? Are you going to put yourself at yeah. risk?
2: Yeah. Right, like
1: and then I mean, Right, but but that's just one business. We open the that's just one business. Though, right. You can't force <laughs> your supplier to force his yeah. employees to continue to work if you know what I'm saying? And and how about how about the uh, um global uh supply chains? I mean, we, we all know about that. You know, you can't force them to put their employees at risk or or to put themselves at risk. You know, there there is a, a legitimate economic impact. It's not just yeah. you know, one person's business or the other person's business you know it's it's we're all in this together like it's just for better or for worse like th- there's just no way around it you know we're we're tied into this together you know unfortunately and um and that that's frustrating on on multiple levels right because then you have some people that are the majority of people are like yeah you know social distance but you have like a minority of of the general population that are like you know loud and and being ignorant and if they truly knew they wouldn't be you know, if they truly were affected by it, they wouldn't be loud. If their loved one yeah. had been affected by it, they wouldn't be so loud and so uh, brazen and so confident about this being a hoax. Or if you if you worked in healthcare and you saw a patient with it and you saw the effects of it, um, you know, you you wouldn't be so so like ah, oh, it's a, it's a conspiracy, you know, because that's what I'm saying. Like these people, they don't they're they haven't seen, yeah. it, you know, so they don't know, and they're very. um they're very skeptical, you know, and then you know, like I'll say something, and they'll be like, "Oh, yeah, but you're biased. You know, you're you're in the healthcare field. You're getting paid. You get paid more for saying, yeah, you know, same, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. No. no it's, what is that it's, all about? That's yeah. So so heard, okay, okay right? let's talk about people that yeah. okay. You see you see a person <laughs> with COVID nineteen, right? Like or a suspected person with COVID nineteen, right? Um, you can't just walk into the room like you do a normal patient you have to put on ppe uh i have to gown up i have to put a mask on i have to put a face shield on i put a a, a head gown like a a a hairnet on um i use a disposable stethoscope yeah you know that all costs money (laughs) um and not only me the nurse has to go in there yeah put on a face mask uh respirator uh hair net Um, sometimes even like, uh, nets on their shoes, you know, protective gear on their shoes and a gown, you know, that's two people now at least. Right. And, um, and then the x-ray tech, right. The x-ray tech has to go in there. They have to put on PPE and not only that. So it takes me a while Mm -hmm. to do that. And then I go in there and I see the patient and I'm being very careful and I come out and I have to decontaminate myself after I come out, I have to put everything away um, I have to put my gown in a special bin so they can rewash it before we had to throw out the gowns in a special bin. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I have to, you know, take off my respirator, disinfect it. That takes extra time. And then, um, not, it's not just me doing that. That's the nurse doing that. And they have four other patients, right? Um, the, the x-ray tech has to go into a bunch of other rooms. Um, yeah. so there's more time being devoted to that one case that may or may not be COVID-19. And and then they have to do a terminal clean. The 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 unsung heroes of this have been, you know, the environmental workers, the sanitation workers um, that have they go in there and they do what's called a terminal clean. If somebody comes in there for like an abdominal pain, right? Nothing related to COVID or they twisted their ankle. No big deal. You just change the bed. You clean the bed, you clean the stuff, right? A terminal clean is different from just a regular clean, right? A terminal clean, you have to clean everything. You have to clean the, the countertops. You have to clean the cabinet. You have to clean the hmm. walls. You clean the floors. You clean the doorknobs. You clean everything. Okay. And and think about this poor person having to clean everything, you know? And so, and so that takes time. Yeah. And think about it, during a pandemic, like you're seeing multiple patients like this. I mean, there's a reason why there's a higher reimbursement, right? Because we're, we're putting in extra work. There's more people being um, involved and there's more equipment being used. There's more uh, resources being used. Um, so th- it's only logical that it's going to be you know, reimbursed at a higher rate. You know, like when I see somebody who sprained her ankle versus somebody who's got to be intubated or put on life support, that's a completely different scenario. They, the person that needs life support needs my immediate attention, and and you know the person that has ankle sprain can wait. Um, and so that that's what that's that's what that's about. Yeah. Hmm. Um, <laughs> bro, man, man. I mean, I we've been talking, talking about COVID nineteen for like an hour now. And <laughs> I'm like, yo, it's the best. I I miss just talking. Yeah. No,
0: no. I was gonna say, what's uh yeah what's uh i mean whats so what's next for you man what 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 what's the next move what's what's the next uh what's the next yeah man um class, i'm just you know what you mean? know
1: like just family life bro i've just been kind of um trying to like uh st- I, I so personally i've been trying to just stay maintain you know mental mental health physical health um family uh health and uh so i've been exercising i've been meditating i've been um trying to stay off of you know social media in general um i've been i've been i go on twitter every once in a blue and you know comment here and there and stuff like that but i've been trying to limit my screen time just because it's been a lot of negativity and it seems like the negativity gets amplified um and um and you know there are some there are good people out there you know doing good things but but personally i've been (laughs) that's what i've been doing i've just been trying to trying to you know stay stay healthy and 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 level you know and so like even even on the chats bro like even on like whatsapp on my what are some chats, of your... people are putting you know negativity there and um yeah and i yeah. can't like yeah i just can't man oh um,
0: bro don't even get me started i i mean when i got you know I, I, had to, I had to let someone know i was like please don't send me any more, pandemic videos. Yeah. Like anything like this, so I was like, This, you know, why are you doing this to me? Like, I, you know, I, I don't know. Um, I was gonna ask you, What, uh, what are some of your
1: like meditations? <laughs> no, you know, so again? I, I, uh, like, I don't know if I've uh, like, ever told is, you guys, know, in college, I, I, I was really into it. I, I in college, like, was I was, I was heavy into something? meditation, the what? Um, yeah, and um, and then you know, like, it, it's tough, bro, because okay. I feel like, um, you know, modern life, it makes it difficult, you know what I mean? And um, and so like, you know, like when you got kids running around screaming at the top of their lungs, you know, you got to find the right spot. You got to find the right time. And that's difficult for, for parents. That's difficult for people who got busy lives and, and you know, and work and stuff like that. And um, but but um, but yeah, man, I, the, the method that I was always kind of familiar with was just uh, the breathing method, just focusing on your breath you know, and, um, you know, uh, just trying not to control your breathing, but focus on the sensation of breathing and focus on your breath and just simply kind of uh, bringing your attention back to your breathing. And and it's very, very difficult. It's very difficult because your mind wanders. You know, you think about, you know, what you saw on Twitter or Facebook, you think about You know, something that you had to do. You think about the bills, you think about work and um, it's it's really difficult. But um, but I think it's worth it's worth at least trying. And uh, I think when I was in college, I was like really good at it because I would just go to the library I would go to the uh, Marston library. And it was super quiet on like the fourth floor. Yeah. And I could just like, you know, it was complete silence and I could definitely meditate and like, you know, quiet my thoughts and stuff but there's other methods. There's like the the body scan method where you, you focus on the sensations of your, of your like scalp. And then you, you scan your neck, you scan your arms, your elbows, your forearms, your hands. And you, you kind of just focus on the sensations of those parts of your body. And you, you just keep scanning, scanning, scanning until you're kind of just like focused on, on your, the sensation of, of, of the current, your present moment. And, um, and then it kind of quiets out, or you know, you gotta keep yeah. bringing it back because your mind will wander, and you just bring it back. And then that that has helped a lot, man. You know, and especially being uh, limiting my screen time, you know, being present with the kids and and with the wife, and and uh, not being distracted. Yeah, I mean, uh, I th- still I playing the bass. Yeah? the kids were trying like, to make some, wanting me to like, music, they wanted like... to see it, so I took it out of the, the case and I started just playing a couple. You know, just scales and stuff for them, and uh, I haven't been making music as much. I've been listening to yeah. a lot of music, <laughs> but I haven't been making music as much as I used to. Um, oh, man, I'm just, I'm just. What's hot listening. right now?
0: What are you listening to right now that's hot? Because you put me on, you put me on this guy. I'll tell you who. Uh, yeah, um, Vincente Garcia. When you, you you told me about him, he's a
1: smooth bro, cat, I have bro. Stop listening, to actually. This guy. Oh, uh, like, now that you mentioned his guitar, yeah, crazy. Is this oh. guy named Yasser Tejeda, Yasser Tejeda, and and um, he's got an album. It's mm-hmm. Yasser Tejeda and Palo Tre. and he and he does like uh, you know, Palo, and he does like it's like real jazzy, um, dude, you gotta check it out. It's so sick. I heard him on Alte, uh, what is it Out There Latino on NPR. Yeah, and I yo. On, on I, NPR, yo, i've been yeah, listening to him a lot I, on heavy bro, rotation yeah I mean, so yeah, i've been listening to him point. i've been listening to this guy um i think it's pronounced Kiefer. keifer uh, a lot of jazz you know a lot of like instrumental stuff uh lo-fi um yeah stuff like that um but not not very not not anything lyrical Um Have
0: you seen any movies? hot movies or anything, Oh anything yeah fresh?
1: The, the last one i saw was parasite parasite oh dude masterpiece masterpiece oh that was great Marge and I saw it bro yeah. we were talking about it for days bro for days fantastic uh-huh
0: um have What's you that? seen the hunt <laughs> okay you could probably rent it like it it, came, it was it came out of theaters or it was supposed to and then this whole thing happened so you know they closed down theaters um but uh it's you remember that old ice cube movie? Not Ice Cube, my bad. There's an old Ice mm-hmm. T movie. I remember the first time I saw it was on TNT. We were still in high school, and it's like they're hunting. You know, they're, they're hunting men. Oh,
1: yes, like yes, dudes, yes. Rich guys, I remember that you know, movie. Take,
0: you know, kidnap these dudes or whatever. It's it's, it's like
1: a 90s movie, like, isn't it? You know, <laughs> what's so that the, actor's name?
0: Yeah, bro. That's no, like no. Not Ice T. The other guy, who Ice T.
1: But they're like in the woods, I, right? I
0: couldn't tell you. I've, I couldn't tell. I I can see his face.
1: And yeah, they go they're to in the woods, hunt, they're right? they are like, yeah, I we're going to hunt,
0: whatever.
2: And they're like, you and know, they're like uh, else, what are we hunting? Tree.
1: Yeah, and they're like, yeah. Uh, no, you know, yeah, a hunt them. It's you. We're gonna give yeah. you this. This. We're gonna give you time to like you know get a head start, and yeah. then you know it's fair game <laughs> after that. Is that the one? So,
0: <laughs> yes, that movie. So the hunt. I'll say it's similar to that, but not as.
1: uh, Oh, that's what the. That's not. What's the. uh, It's politically. That's uh, one of the. the Hillary Swank is in it. Isn't it? The guy who plays Thor. What's his name? Yeah,
0: something like that. I I know. uh, No, no, no. He's not in. I don't think he's in this movie. I I didn't see him in this. Is it the old movie that you're referring to, or is it the new
1: one? the
0: new movie nah bro the hmm. new movie i'm talking about the new movie that you got to see the hunt hillary swank is in this and so is uh, oh Dennis no movie. okay damn uh, no, it's
1: I always gotta sunny check in
0: philadelphia out. yeah bro you check it out check out the hunt i, I don't want to ruin it for anybody but if anybody else is, you know here's this and they haven't seen the movie they should check that out but um um yeah man yeah but, man. Uh, No, my my son's sitting on my lap right now. Is Is there anything else? Anything else? I'm trying to say anything. That's good,
1: bro. Am I going to go to sleep or what? He got it. Yeah. Miles want to say something to the
0: mic
1: or that? You want to say what up? No, he doesn't want to talk. He got his tonsils out, so he's been in a type of mood. Miles.
2: No, no, All right.
1: Oh yeah, bro. I'm real young. Yeah, Kids the younger the, the better. Actually, the better the younger they are. Yeah, yeah. The, he had he had real bad like uh, sleep oh, I sleep like, apnea. I don't know anything. about he would sn- he would snore real bad, and so the the pediatrician okay. was like, "Yeah, you guys should think about getting him taken out." And so we had we had it scheduled before this whole coronavirus thing, and then oh, wow. they put it off. You know, obviously, and so just couple, like last week he had he had his tonsils taken out. Yeah, his tonsils and his adenoids. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, mad ice yeah. cream. A lot. Yeah, he but like he's not really like uh, you know, like we got him like <laughs> ice pops and and like ice cream, and and he's not really, he hasn't really been uh, indulging. Yeah. Nah, you, you gotta yeah.
0: jazz it up, man. Some like sprinkles <laughs> on there, bro. Some cookies and cream. I don't know. I just went through a thing. I bought yeah I bought the milk and cookies uh ben and
1: jerry's that little port like word, phew, forget word, it bro chocolate chip cookies in that thing ah it's a wrap yo sagu yeah. no but, um, doubt yo, 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 yo thank you we for gotta do time, this again man. but like, like I... on on a non like coronavirus <laughs> to, and maybe even get even yo. so like yeah like uh we i've been trying oh, to absolutely. do this for for a while too uh where, where we can get all of us on there you know and and get get some some interesting chemistry going um can you hear me okay? By the way, oh, yeah, because be, that would be ideal. i because I'm, I'm using I'm using absolutely my, my, uh, 100 mic. Clear. I got a I got like a a professional mic, a Starling, Sterling. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah,
0: no, it sounds perfect. Yeah, you, you sound good. Yeah, be, like uh, word man. Yeah, man. Yeah, so man I, I, you know, I hope I hope
1: some so you know anybody th- th- like this you is know, just can can get value out of this some something you know. And uh, I really appreciate you doing this, bro. Yeah,
0: hopefully, man. <laughs> yeah, bro. Nah, bro, I appreciate <laughs> you, man. I couldn't do this without you guys. I love you too, man.
1: You. Duh. So, Yo, be I safe, you, money. Man. All right, bro. All right,
0: bro. Yeah, um, man, I shout like, out to man, the any SOBs, favorite? of shout outs to anybody real
1: quick? Jeff on Patrol, Nardo, and the fam, Ross. Yeah. Um, of course, uh, bud and the fam and, uh, um, and, and definitely my, my wife and my kids and, and Saul, Saul. Saul's life. Yeah. about was... <laughs> I'm going to get Saul's that
0: Saul tatted on me. Son. Yeah. All right, broski.
1: You too, bro. Oh, man. No doubt, All man. Right, bro. You too.
0: Well, Nice talking to you, man. Thank you for everything. Um. And uh, to everybody else, like I said, this has been a, uh, another episode of Saul's Life. Check it out. And, uh, yeah, check me out on Twitter, Solly E.D.'s. Check me out on Instagram, Saul Wall.